behind the uh, behind the dirty um, uh, uh, what's the word I used earlier? Um, uh, infected building. There you go. So <laughs> you know, condemned behind the condemned curtain. But there, <laughs> yes. The, <laughs> Behind the condemned curtain. There we go. You got you got the bell. I got a bell thing. Yeah, <laughs> bell ring. Welcome to Murder Episode Two Thirty Five. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy. And a special guest on Skype. Special guest? <laughs> Quiet, you. We're not to you yet. <laughs> um, yeah, special guest. We've alluded to somebody uh, mm-hmm. coming on the show that uh, maybe people might know. Because like, a lot of times our guests, you know you know this, Mike, listeners, you know this. Once in a while, there's somebody you might have heard about, heard of from the game realm, RPGs and the like, but a lot of times it's a lot of our friends. Um, today we have somebody that actually has like a name that people will recognize and let's, uh, let's talk to him. No, no, it's not weird out, Mike, calm down. <laughs> I thought he sounded weird. No, um, Ivan. And by weird, I mean not weird Al. Hello, Ivan, are you there? I am, and you know we're all a little weird. Don't don't fret and weird about it. Weird Al just got the glory of being able to put his the word in his name and his soul. So uh, we can we just all have to be weird without having it in our name. That's true, I suppose. There's hey, what's up? Hey, uh, why don't we do this, Ivan? Why don't you tell the folks listening here who the hell are you and why are oh, you? Oh God, this I hate doing this. It's oh, the no. worst. Introducing the things that you've done is literally the worst thing. Yeah, it's up that there. a man can do. <laughs> so that's kind of like being like, hey, so um, what do you do for a living? I'm like, I play. I play goddamn board games, okay? I don't know how to tell it or communicate it to you in any other way except for I act stupid on the internet and play board games. That's and all I do. You can do that so. for a living? Yes, and it's, I guess, I guess, because that's what I'm kind of doing. I, I mean, I produce shows and I have a publishing company and, you know, I, I enjoy sugar gliders, but that's not a job. Enjoying sugar gliders is not a job. Making books and games that's an animal, Mike. We've talked about them before. They're those little, they look like flying squirrels, kind of. See, this man knows what's up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, how, do you enjoy, yeah, uh, how do you enjoy them? <laughs> With barbecue <laughs> sauce? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, they're so cute. Sugar glider owners, I apologize. They're amazing. They love you. They're super they're cute. they're bonding patches. Yeah. Uh, is that worthy, or do you, would you like me to go into deeper, grittier details just, about just my learnings? Go, go one step back to kind of the place where everybody might actually know you to start uh, one back back in 19 dickety when the kaiser stole our word for 20 it was on a small little reality show on one turner broadcast network back then they called it turner because it wasn't tbs okay and, was, <laughs> and uh yeah it was a uh, king of the nerds um, season one, episode one, uh, leader of the orange team, servants of the forsaken orb, which Finalist. funny story. We wanted to be, um, we wanted to be, uh, uh, we wanted to be scissors 
uh, oh, oh, as servants of the forsaken scissors. Oh wow, damn! I'm I'm forgetting what the middle word is. Scissors, something paper orange. or rock, one or the other, right? No, it was scissors something orange because it was uh, servants of the forsaken orb was our replacement name for right. the name that we actually wanted the group to be, which was scissors faucet orange. That's right. <laughs> okay, and there's a story around this. Scissors so faucet um, orange. We were in so in season one before they took everyone to Occidental College for season two and season three, they put us in a condemned building. <laughs> um, season one took place inside a condemned building. It was uh, owned by the state that they rented out on occasion, but it was not fit to live. They had to. We actually had to have uh, to wash to like wash and take showers. We had to have those set like um, set showers that are like on trailers to go and actually bathe and um, and do our business. So we weren't even allowed to use the indoor plumbing because it didn't work, all right? <laughs> wow. But you were, you were sleeping in there, like they had your, your we dorm set up. We were sleeping in there, yeah. Oh, and so geez. we had all of our stuff and things, but there was no indoor plumbing in the building. And we were forbidden from going downstairs because we were told downstairs, which by the way, I guess had an underground pool in it. So who doesn't want to go see that? <laughs> but it was so filled with vermin and oh, just man. rot and gore because the place the the place the state reclaimed the building when the 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 college that was there was trying to claim church status but it was just a cult you know <laughs> and so f- first season of king of the nerds took place in a condemned building that was once owned by a cult but then reclaimed by the state I was wondering this, what happened. There, like right at the beginning of the show, you you meet all the the contestants, and then like the second episode, suddenly there were three less. They all died in the basement from Ew. from from rats, uh, giant possum sized rats. Which we <laughs> saw one under there one wow. time. We called him. We called him Unala the Rat. He was the elder rat. He was the great one. And um, so again, and, and all this fur. is back. All of this is background noise to explain the story, which was since there was no plumbing and everything was wrong and we couldn't use the kitchen. That's why they just gave us meals every single day. Catered <laughs> meals. Um, we had we had a, we wanted we were all coffee drinkers and we wanted to drink our goddamn coffee, um, but they didn't bring a can opener. There was no can opener in this building. <laughs> so on the first morning. First morning of the competition, we're like, God damn it, we want coffee, but there's nothing here. We are going to, we're, we, okay, we are a team. This is, this is, this is important to us. So this is our challenge. This is our first challenge is to make fucking coffee. All right. <laughs> and what happened is, is we got the coffee can, the Folgers coffee grounds, and we managed to find a pair of those industrial scissors that they got for us for the cosplay challenge. And then we found something heavy, which just happened to be a discarded faucet somewhere in the building. There you go. Here's the faucet. All right. There's the it's faucet. It's all coming together. And so we opened this can of coffee with a pair of scissors and a faucet. And we just hammered it into the corner of it. And we just cut that thing open and we were able to make coffee. And we were so proud of this achievement. First of all, we lorded it over at Blue Team's face over and over. <laughs> that we made coffee. Uh, but then we just lorded it over uh, the production team. It's like, you guys couldn't even do coffee right. So we had to do coffee. And so when, of course, when, of course, they're like, hey, what do you want your team's name to be? We're like, Scissor Faucet Orange, because we're the orange team. 
and scissors and faucet represent everything that we are because we came together as a group and with a scissors and faucet we can accomplish anything <laughs> you say they did and, they didn't let you name your team with a gigantic in joke that wasn't explained on the show really yeah no it was really unreasonable <laughs> what it was um and so of course when they came back literally an hour before we were supposed to be presented to the judges for the cosplay competition um, they were like, yeah, that's not going to fly. Can you come up with something else? Because at that point, we're all like, S-F-O, S-F-O, Sirs' Fawcett Orange. So like, we just thought we were the coolest, frattiest bro douches uh, of nerddom. Um, and we loved it. And so when they got mad at us and they are like, hey, no, you can't do that. Because we pushed back. We we're like, we are S-F-O or we are out. <laughs> yep. Contract all be right? damned. Contract to be damned. SFO well, they're, they're all like hopped up on caffeine at this point. Yeah, yeah. seriously. No, no, we're SFO. Like, you gotta let us be SFO. Yeah, and then they're like, "No, guys, you can't. You can't pick that name. You have to pick something else. We're going to be here in five minutes, and you have to give us a new name." So I'm like, "Ugh, fine." <laughs> SFO. What's okay? SFO. What? What? What can I do with SFO? <laughs> fine. Servants of the Forsaken Orb. There. Done. <laughs> satisfied Happy, yeah <laughs> satisfied and they're like yeah no that's good okay. <laughs> they just turned around like yep yeah. checks out with so legal that's how servants of the forsaken orb came to have their name <laughs> wow. it was not our first show and then 30 minutes later there was a bunch of stuff printed up that said yeah it was the next day we had banners with our names on it and we're yeah. like damn all right cool <laughs> wow okay that's uh that's quite the origin story. Did the, did did they find the coffee in the in the basement too? Like where where did they find coffee in a can that you need a no, can brought, opener to brought, open? They brought they brought a giant Folgers can. They just didn't neglected to bring the can. They still open. make those? Like, Is that you have to get that at yeah. Costco? Yeah, <laughs> it was Folgers. a co- no. Actually, it was a Costco sized can of coffee grounds. Is what it was. But a can so, that you need a can opener for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'll explain it to you in any other way. It's like it's the kind of can you get when you've got the church social, and you need to make like six giant percolators yeah. of coffee. Yeah, except for, it was just Ted nerds. <laughs> Did you have juice and bars too? Yeah. Come by, come by the fellowship I hall. I didn't drink any coffee at the time, so I was just doing it out of solidarity. Oh wow. <laughs> no, 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 Ivan. You were just being a bitch. Is what you were doing. You were sticking it to him. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to show you. And you this know is going to be a story one day that I'm going to tell on a podcast, and they're going to love it. I, I liked you on the show, but now I really like you as a person. <laughs> That's spectacular. Glad you, glad you appreciate it. So. <laughs> okay. Um, we've got more to talk about with Ivan, but uh, I think maybe we need to roll on the uh, the standard stuff here. News. Yes, the standard stuff that is news. Yeah. What is it, Craig? What's news, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, the the standard stuff that. that I totally did on standard. Yeah. Mike, you're a South Park fan. Sure. Ivan, you a South Park guy? Yeah, oh, I mean, when I was dead. like, when I was 18. Sure. Well, anyway, they're still floating around out there, and they made another game. Yep. It's called The Fractured uh, Butthole. Fractured Butthole! <laughs> And they uh, they managed to jam some social commentary into the game in a very entertaining way. Are you familiar what, with this? What, South Park doing social commentary? <laughs> yeah. Well, like in most video games, there's a difficulty setting. There's a slider, sure. there's yeah, a slider yeah. bar. Yeah. And <laughs> what, 
Yeah, you know where this is going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you when you up the difficulty, it makes your skin's tone darker. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you're at the most difficult level, it is the darkest it can be. It does not affect how your character fights in the game. Well, what it does starts, it affect? It affects how much money you start with. Oh, okay. So you you end up with nothing. Oh, even worse. Even <laughs> and, worse. And it affects how the other characters in the game interact with you. Oh, <laughs> it makes it more God. difficult. <laughs> oh, the game is harder the darker you are because of social commentary with NPCs and your starting money. <laughs> Woo! Okay. <laughs> it is what it is. Isn't Which the, is uh, a South Park game. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did you expect from those guys, really? I mean, I, I didn't I didn't think they could get any deeper when they just had a whole episode devoted to ball sacks, you know? <laughs> yeah. A whole level dedicated to just ball sacks. You know what I'm talking about. A, less, a lesser com- comedic duo couldn't pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we, we read stuff off the internet. Very true. Yeah. That's why we report on ball sack <laughs> episodes rather than make them. Yeah, like, there was it was literally an explore. It was the underwear gnome um, yeah. uh, level of the uh, the stick of truth. Okay, either you play stick of truth, and why is Mark Hostaffer calling me right now? This is a weird time. Uh, <laughs> is that was that a guys, name Mark, Ho- Mark Hostaffer is the head of video over at um, Indiegogo, and I have no reason why he's calling me right now. So, you know. Uh, anyway, continue. Continue. Okay, well, with that, your, that's that. Yes. We'll move on. You seem unimpressed. Mike, quick, <laughs> save the episode quick. What else is news? Uh, South Park season 21 starts soon. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> the game is all part of the promo for that. Yeah. Um, so it turns out that uh, vampires may have been real people suffering from an honest-to-God blood disorder. And that's where the, uh, where the myth began. Sure, maybe, mm-hmm. or okay. the le- the myth, or the the legend, right? As What's they call the blood it. disorder? It's called oh god, <laughs> EPP. You want to know what that stands for? Sure, yes. yes. This will be fun. Say it quickly without stuttering. <clears throat> That's not possible. <laughs> e- uh. <laughs> Off to a great start. Erythropoietic protoporphyria. Okay, so EPP. You down with EPP? <laughs> oh, jeez. Is a blood disorder that affects kids, causing their skin to become light sensitive. Sure. That's right. Gingers unite. Ivan, you're a ginger, aren't you? Sort of. <laughs> Whoa, hey. Half ginger. No, I've got a I've got I've got um a little bit of red, but you could you can call me a daywalker if you want. So <laughs> right. So you're okay in the sun. <laughs> oh yeah, that is pretty good. I'm looking at it right now, man. You, you, I was gonna make fun of you for sucking it up, but you know, this is pretty tough. Erythropoetic protoprotea. Oh, see, yeah, I am. I am going to refrain from attempting to do that and be the one person on the show that doesn't make a complete fool out of himself yet. Leading to abnormally high levels of protofin in the erythrocytes, plasma, skin, and liver. The condition affects the body's ability to make heme. Remember him, Craig? I don't know him. Who is, who is him? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Heme is that stuff that they inject into the lab-made meat to, oh, make right. it, to make it turn it to turn it red. Right, right. 
So that you can buy your $1,200 burger. Mm-hmm. That has, you know, it's cooked on the outside, and then it gets gray, and then it gets pink, and then you can have it medium rare or whatever. So how many people in the world are afflicted with this uh, condition? No. Like three? Is it one of those? <laughs> uh, it makes people feel tired and look very pale. It's genetics. Yeah. Uh, manifests between the ages of three and six. And it actually makes a, a lot of increased skin lesions. So it can give you that Nosferatu kind of skin lesion look. Yeah, you easily blister in, in the sun. Yeah. So <laughs> blister in the sun. What? Violent <laughs> foams. Um, so you, you've, if you've got this going on and then you got some bad teeth and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and you shave your head. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, prefer dark clothes than yeah, full on Nosferatu. So yeah. it causes it gives you uh, anemia, and so you need to get blood transfusions. Sure. At least that's what people in modern times do. But Back in, in ancient day? times, they did not get blood transfusions. They just drank it straight from the neck of some wandering villager. Animals, yeah, they would drink Humitant. animal blood and only come out at night. <laughs> hey. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you this, Ivan. If you have, if you had that condition, you would have been set on King of the Nerds. You could have gone down to that rat basement, Whoa, had yourself gosh. a smorgasbord. Yeah, I would just hung out there the whole time, just be the wandering weird guy. So, uh, this is crazy, guys. Yeah, it's it's definitely a genetic disorder. It definitely lives in your liver because even skin grafting from liver keeps the keeps keeps it, it contained. Uh, 31 EPP patients receiving liver transplants between 1983 and 2008. Wow. Uh, with phototoxic reactions of 25% of patients who are unprotected by surgical light filters. The same study noted that 69% reoccurrence of the disease in the grafted organ. So it's mostly a liver failure thing. So, you know, um, yeah, it can definitely lead to liver failure. That's how it kills people. So if I had that condition, I would totally bug like this. <laughs> it's time oh for the burger. There's there's thirty three peop thirty one people out there who are extremely offended by you right now. Yeah, they're all listening too. <laughs> um, well, I don't know what uh, what Ivan's looking at, but this wonderful article that I have has uh, not one but two pictures of Wesley Snipes, uh, two pictures of jeez. <laughs> Sure. Uh, the Twilight people, whatever their names are, and uh, t- one picture of Tom Cruise, <laughs> just showing you all pictures showing of us vampires. vampires. Yeah, good okay. job, internet. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else you got? Oh, <laughs> news of the weird. That wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, just something on, on news. Let's call it news of the unexpected. A man crossing a New York City street. Um. Had something happen to him. Something happened with the uh, with the street. What? Anybody want to guess? No. Yeah, what something happened? No. happened. He was just walk, just walking street? across the street in New York City, and a goddamn grab boy came up and took him. Darn near a mini sinkhole opened yeah. up oh, and just swallowed okay, yeah, him yeah, up to yeah. the what to, the, to the middle of his thigh, <laughs> and he no. couldn't get out. He was pinned. Nice. Uh, that is totally a graboid. What are you doing <laughs> dressing this up like it's a sinkhole? This is totally graboid activity. Yeah, are you part of the cover-up, Craig? We discovered him. We should name him, right, Walter? Graboids. <laughs> Good. I was wondering. I was wondering for oh, yeah. you didn't know what I was talking about. Oh, absolutely. I Seen every one of the movies. Thank you. <laughs> I, I still don't know what you're talking about. Tremors. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, dude went. Uh, thigh deep in the cities in the new york uh street and they had to bring out the 
well, they didn't really have the jaws of life, but they had to come out and basically pry him out of there. There's you know, photos. Jackhammers. Yeah, <laughs> right near his crotch. Yeah, that's a great idea. Hey, somebody's no, keys are down thing. here. And I only included <laughs> I only included this story because I wanted to make the joke. You know, they say that New York will eat you alive. You're a terrible human being. Do you know this? I, I um Mike just Mike didn't even laugh, didn't even he just looked at me. I didn't have my soundboard open, so yeah, that's okay. We don't need it. <laughs> I'm so mad at you right now. I'm sorry. I'm proud of you, but I'm also mad at you. <laughs> you hate respect me. I hate respect. You. <laughs> I respect that you even that you had the gall to even do that joke. Yeah, you want to know the best part of it? I've been sitting on that for like a week. He saved oh, that for no. you. Yeah. <laughs> Highlight of your week. Yeah, oh, man. That's, Someone that's... needs to get some new hobbies. Yeah, I I don't have enough of those. <laughs> well, what else we got? Anything interesting, Mike? How about uh, Ivan? Got a Kickstarter coming out. What's yeah, that? here we go. He's got news. Yeah, uh, I got a. I, I'm launching a oh. uh, role playing game. Oh, um, early October. So, oh my god, I'm gonna have like three Kickstarters. I'm gonna have to back right at the beginning of October. <laughs> you don't even know. Yeah, you don't even know. So no, I, you do know because I'm going to tell you. Uh, it is Outbreak Undead Second Edition, oh. and we are going to be releasing, or we're going to be kickstarting the core set. Uh, we released the uh, starter kit about a year ago because we were still just kind of playing around with the rules. So it was kind of like our early access. Hey, you want to learn how to play the game? Here's a pocket rule book. Here's some dice. Here's some reference cards. Like, go ahead, go go to town. Um, but now we're actually re- putting out the core rule book with the Game Master's Guide and uh, if we make it um, a stronghold guide in order to build your own strongholds. Um, and yeah, it is it is the unequivocal second edition of the game that came out back in 2007. Wow. Yeah. Okay, you must needs tell us, so we will tell everybody when it's when it's live. It is live. I'll keep an eye out. I'm sure I'll see it on. It the is. Uh, it is a uh, zombie survival simulation RPG. I know. I know. I know. I know. I went to your familiar. website. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> Uh, it's super fun. Um, the idea is, is that it's not it's not about uh, sensationalism. It's very much like practical experience. You can even play yourself as a character. With, it's like uh, it's simulation. Like simulationist is what it is. Yeah, it's very. Like, it's very. It's how would you if, actually survive it? Right. <laughs> not, yeah. So it's kind of. We like to say it's not about if you're going to die. It's how and when. Yeah. So perfect. Um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty brutal. It's a pretty brutal system, but it's super fun. And we do have a couple of levels. One of the things we're doing with Second Edition now is we've actually made it so that the game system can play on like a. Uh, we basically have a green green level rules, and then a yellow level rules, and then a red. So if you just want to run the game in its most basic edition without worrying about it being too uh, realistic, you can just run all the green rules. And you'll play that. It'll be a simpler version. It won't be as realistic, but you can play through the game pretty quickly. Um, then there's another level where it's like, okay, you add these rules into place, and now you know, and now it's it's a little more crunchy, a little more survival like. And then running it red is welcome to death. Mm-hmm. Welcome, yeah. It's basically, uh, you know, it's for those bullet counters out there. You know, <laughs> that's clever. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think I might have to check that out now. See, We're very excited about it. See, see, Mike, that's how you introduce something in the middle of the show, like right dead center in the middle of the show and really just pop and like all of a sudden everybody's excited and interested again. Woo. We have to do this more often. 
Okay. <laughs> and yeah, and right, even worse, on. we're doing uh, we're doing another one a couple weeks after that, uh, presumably. Actually, that one I probably shouldn't talk about until we got a little more solidified in place. So ah. I'm a bad person. That's okay. Well, now you've you've teased everybody, and they'll they'll all come swarming to your Twitter feed and keep an eye. Woo! Uh, let's see where are is we? there another person there with you talking? No. Okay. <laughs> it's one of the rats. <laughs> He's hanging around. He's like, "Hey, when are you getting done with these guys?" It sounded like a whole other person was talking there, with interjecting. When, when can I turn Netflix back on? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was saying we, and then well, he's, there he, sounded like there were two separate people. <laughs> just making sure it's just him doing voices. <laughs> we need to know that other person's name. That's an impolite. All of a sudden, we're talking to two people, and we only know one of them's name. Ivan, are we talking to two different people? <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> Suddenly it turned into like, does, my, does Ivan have multiple personalities? Can we talk to the other person? <laughs> All right. Uh, you are in California, right? What? Yeah, I'm in California. So. <laughs> what did I just do? <laughs> Looked outside. What? He was in his car before we started. That's true. So. Just, yeah, Ivan swung by. <laughs> Ivan He's and checking his out. Friend. He's checking it out, yo. <laughs> Mike, what else you got? Um, hey, so uh, Apple had an event with some iPhone stuff. And yeah, I heard. Ivan, are you an iPhone person, or or do you not like? No, nope. I I play. I do. I have a Google Pixel, which I love. Okay. So I will. I will tune you out while you're talking about Apple. Stuff. No, that's okay. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna um, rage hate on on the new iPhone. Oh. Okay. Yeah, what's, go for it. What's hate worthy? Well, really, it's just my bad luck. Okay. I was thinking about this, and um, it's about ninety percent Mike's bad luck and bad timing, and ten percent Apple being Apple. Okay. Every once in a while, they just kind of throw a monkey wrench into what you were expecting mm-hmm. them to do, and um, I don't know, like ninety percent of their monkey wrenches end up affecting me because that's when I'm have decided I'm going to spend money. Right, you're all ready for the upgrade. I'm ready say, for the. Oh, I'm by ready, the way, I've got it all planned out based on how they've done it the past few years, and then all <laughs> of a sudden they change it, like raising the price and limiting the storage options. <laughs> so now that I'm used to 128 gigs, they eliminate that, and they have 64, which is not enough, <laughs> and 256, which is now $200 more <laughs> than what I paid. For my 128. Suck it! So, I think I... And, and now I'm on the iPhone upgrade program, because, you know, let's get a new one every year. And now I don't want the new one. But you know what I can do? I can get another one of these and pay less there you than go. I am now. And I can change... I can get a new, different color. So, I've already... Space gray. I've already figured that out. They don't... Well... I Don't. We're not going down that road it's, again. That's it's fine. black. Sure. <laughs> Wasn't that exciting, I, I just call it black. <laughs> No, I just really liked how you said it. <laughs> so we uh, are we done talking about iPhone rantings now? We can be. <laughs> Thank you, Ivan. <laughs> show. It's you know Fine. we we there there will be another episode. I'm sure we can return to it. Who's next? I don't remember who's who's on the show next. Is it somebody who gives a crap about Apple? Uh, I've yeah, looked at the schedule. Yeah, Someone no, who cool, has whatever. an iPhone at least. Whatever you're doing. Anyway, <laughs> not somebody who just you know sells their privacy away. Yeah. Like they don't care. <laughs> yep, because they're all perfect. I've got an iPhone. What are you talking about? Are you po- so you looking just, at I'm me? I'm just watching you on my webcam right now. 
to make sure that oh we're talking about privacy rights right oh oh <laughs> what huh are we on the web <laughs> mike naughty it's not plugged in <laughs> you're lying did you who i didn't give him the password to the special you feed, don't know the secret but feed. I've always what secret it, feed yeah. to the to the webcam what web the secret webcam that we talk about all the time yeah it's a that was webcam. a joke it wouldn't be a secret if he told you about it all right oh you're keeping the secret from me <laughs> son of a <laughs> ivan and i have known each other for years <laughs> This entire podcast with you was a giant setup to this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Four and a half years Surprise. of buildup. Hey Surprise! Guys. Greatest prank ever! <laughs> you should see him sweating. It's I awesome. Am. I am. Anyway, um, we have anything else or are we shifting gears? J.J. Abrams. Oh, yeah. Now writing and directing uh, episode nine, which apparently... He can like do he have enough to do right. Yeah. Well, apparently he can write, write it, uh, shoot, shoot it, and pr- and produce it and get it in theaters in. Uh, 18 All right, Mister Overachiever, we get it. Calm down. It's due out, good at movies. It's due out in like eighteen months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when yeah, that, that release date won't get pushed back at all. No, no, no. When a movie's that spe- you know, when your movie has a lot of special effects shots, <laughs> all you need is more people working on it. That's right. And time wise, and, and more take computers. Yeah. So many more computers. They got Disney money behind them. Why couldn't they turn it around that fast? Billions and billions yeah. of dollars. JJ, jeez, man, that guy just he does doesn't stop, does he? He's a beast. <laughs> he's a filmmaking beast. But he's doing what he loves, so I can't he's, really fault him. He's beast mode of Hollywood. Beast mode. Who is beast mode anyway? Who cares? Some football. I could, guy. Couldn't read his name because beast the mode's from Altered Beast, dude. <laughs> He's on the Raiders when you now, go that's into all I beast know. Mode. Don't you remember when you collected enough orbs and then you got to turn into the beast? <laughs> that was like the best part of that game. <laughs> yeah, well, it's football season You guys are here, talking so two different languages uh... right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know you have two NFL teams now where you live. <laughs> <laughs> Out there in California. You got two again. Good for I don't you. think anybody knows, though, judging from the size of the crowd that showed up. Oh, yeah. No, we're all like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I was busy enjoying the weather in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's football? What's that? I'm sorry. We're just, we're just going out to drink because there's so many other things to do in L.A. than go to a football game. You can go to the beach. You can go get a drink. You can see a show. It's like, a, it's, it's like the, we- the weather in Judgment City. It's 74 and sunny all the time. Yeah. It's not like Indianapolis where you're like, well... Okay. Hey, careful. Careful, Ivan. I grew up in northeastern Wisconsin. That's not Indianapolis. Yeah, but what the question is, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, drinking? <laughs> Going to the high school football game and drinking, drinking. Saturday night. That's pretty well, much... And yeah. then and then driving out into the country and tipping cows. That doesn't happen. I know. <laughs> you're, you're not helping my case here, man. I know, I know. That's where I grew up. At least I grew up in southeastern Wisconsin. Problems that you actually save money. All those assholes. We just spend it on. Well, I guess we all spend it on booze too. The booze is just more expensive here. And and weed. Yeah, you can talk about that now. It's perfectly legal. Booze, booze, booze. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I think the Skype feed cut out there for just a second. I was talking about booze, and then you guys said something, and I couldn't hear it. So booze, 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 booze. Uh, cool. <laughs> All right. Fine. Anyway, 
Um, we okay, Ivan. We've already talked a little bit about the King of the Nerds thing. In fact, a lot more than I was expecting us to with that story up front. But that was a great story. It was I'm because not. that was not something that you could see when you watched the no, show. It was, Have it you was told that story behind, on a podcast behind, before? Behind the uh, behind the dirty. Um, uh, 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 what's the word I used earlier? Um, uh, infected building. There you go. So, you know, condemned behind the condemned curtain. But there, yes. <laughs> the, behind the condemned curtain. There we go. You got to get the bell. I got a bell thing. Yeah. <laughs> bell ring. Um, but post, um, King what? of the Nerds. What did what what have you what have you been doing? What have you been going? You've been hard down with uh, yeah, I've been with geek and sundry. Uh, so when the thing is when you got when you got a little bit of so when you have fifteen minutes of fame, you got two choices: you can either let it roll past you, or you can roll with it. So I just kind of decided to double down and be like, all right, well, because I left, I left, uh, I was doing client based marketing before I did that show, and so I basically left all my clients because I was gone for three weeks so can't really keep clients when you're gone for almost a month that's a little and, rough um, really so is that I all it takes I, yeah well <laughs> i uh, i came back to basically no job and uh, <laughs> no money uh because you know didn't win spoilers <laughs> uh, oh no uh but i did come back to a lot of people who were like oh yeah you know and wanted to hang out and do stuff and so i i I went and kind of just hung out with people uh joshua or mr jovenshire was very kind to me and kind of let me tag along with his group a little bit so i ended up just kind of doing a lot of guest spots on a lot of different places talking to a lot of producers just kind of doing the um doing the the hustle that you have to do when you're in this part of the country in order to just make sure people know that you exist because most of the time the difference between um you know opportunity and no opportunity is that people need to be aware that you're ready for opportunity so i i have this old saying that there is no luck in the world there is only preparation and opportunity so if you are prepared to seize an opportunity then you don't need luck you just need to be ready to seize when it comes to you and as long as you're prepared to do so. So that's uh, really what I did. I still did a lot of marketing work, but I did marketing work for more entertainment companies rather than like random tech fronts. And um, I just got better at my uh, at my pitch and selling game um, with various companies. And I got involved with uh, Geek and Sundry because I um, they needed help to do a crowdfunding campaign um, for one a tabletop. So I came in to kind of work on Tabletop Season 3 as a campaign manager and, um, and basically just never left. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they just haven't – and to this day, they just haven't kicked me out is really what it comes down to. So Every, every day people um, are walking around Geek and Sundry headquarters going, is somebody going to talk to Ivan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to do that? He's been here forever. It's going to be a like, really uncomfortable conversation. Like, hey, you guys, uh, you guys need anything? Let's do this. All right, let's do that. And then somehow shows happen. So, <laughs> um, and really, really, that's that's kind of where it's been. And with Geek and Sundry, it's been particularly prolific. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on now um, over there. Uh, the their legendaries um, proprietary SVOD, which for <laughs> you folks playing the home game, uh, stands for subscriber <laughs> video on demand. It's the most douchey acronym, uh, <laughs> entertainment acronym you could come up with, and it's and it, it essentially equates to like the Hulu's, the, the the Netflixes, the streaming content where you get you you subscribe in order to get video on demand. 
<clears throat> so uh, Legendary did one called Alpha, which basically incorporated their uh, Nerdist content, their Geek and Sundry content, and um, other stuff that's being done by Legendary. And uh, it basically gave these brands a budget in which to build shows that you normally wouldn't be able to do if you were doing things like net twitch or youtube where it's like twitch you only get monies based on how many subscribers you have um that are with you at any particular time and youtube ad revenues since the last five years has sucked so the amount of the, the quality content that you need to put out on YouTube versus the return that you get on it, you're basically just handing them money, you know. And the only successful business model that's been working in the YouTube space for years are the people who they call them MCMs, multi-channel, um, uh, multi-channel networks or MCNs, sorry, multi-channel networks. And those are the places like the Smosh Games or the Clever Media's of the world, in which a company owns like 50 to 60 channels. All right. And then each one of those channels is pumping out, you know, million view videos every day or every other day. And they're making so, three dollars and twelve cents. Yeah. So, you know, but they're 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 uh, what they're able to do because of quantity and because they do they're because kind of like to bring it to radio a little bit, a lot like, um, you know, clear channel radio and a lot of other advertisers in the world. Since they own so many channels, they have so many ad demographics that they can sell to, you know. So, uh, you know, you got a you got a, a lipstick um, uh, brand. Well, we've got like three beauty channels over here that could very easily take your money and make good impressions. Oh, you like nerdy stuff? Or you got a video game? Okay, well, Smosh Games here does all that crap, and they uh, and they'll they'll get you a couple million views, no problem. And these guys can basically just sell to these companies um, and they don't necessarily need to lean on the YouTube ad revenue so much because they do their own stuff internally. So <clears throat> since that's not really a geek and sundry thing, I mean, they they have brand deals just as much as anyone, but they just don't lean on it the way that a lot of other companies do. Um, they decided to they decided to kind of go with this other platform and uh, essentially build content around trying to get more people onto alpha and as a result um you know uh feed it with some content that yes is is behind a paywall but it is because it is uh windowed out to be able to bring people across that so it's been a very different thing it, it was not initially launched very well like the marketing around it was difficult because people were so used to getting free content on twitch and youtube for years yeah and so no one people weren't able to like make that connection of, Oh wow, this company can't make money here anymore. And they are just like, why are you taking my free content away? You know? Um, and that took a little bit of time to kind of, uh, educate the reality of the situation, so to speak. Does that make sense? Yeah. You educated me. That's I'm digging this. He, I didn't know how all this stuff worked. He nerd burgered us. He did. Woo, I'll put it in between two slices of bread with some cheese and I bit into it. Exactly. Nice. Now there's a theme song for it. <laughs> We're going to snip that burger. out and make it into a sound bite. Sweet. Uh, it's Nerd Burger, Nerd Burger. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's really, that's what I've been spending a lot of time on. And since my marketing hat is you almost always on my head at any particular time, um, I have been working on my own games. And we've been putting out our, our stuff. Uh, we're currently printing the Critical Role art book at this moment, which was recently announced for anyone out there who may enjoy Critical Role. 
they're doing a giant art book um, of all their fan art together into just a giant collection. So, Mike, Critical Role is a uh, is one of those shows where you watch people play D anD. d Okay. Yup. <laughs> Mike's like, well, what it's another one of those shows. It's a big one. Okay. It's like 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 professional voice actors. Yeah. Doing the stuff, so they're they're really you know they're bringing their game. So it's it's more than just you know watching a bunch of geeks. It's watching geeks that have like, that serious voice skills. Yeah, well, it's a little <laughs> bit, a little bit, a little bit. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, Ivan, I don't uh, I don't play many games. He's a that's fair occasional. You're, you're you are allowed to express your hobby uh, <laughs> eccentricities however you wish. So you I like are finally have permission. Well. I like so. that. I like that phrase. Express your hobby. Just and just leave it at that. No, no, no. Yes. Just express your hobby. Express your hobby. Like I like that you're so. using like you could use hobby as like that could mean something else. <laughs> it you know, literally, it doesn't have to mean gaming. You know? Oh no, it no, no. Be... It doesn't even have to mean hobby. It could be like it's bigger than that. You express your hobby. Like that's like capital H. I'm losing right. you. Or it's H O B B I E. Okay, he's he's he's. I'm making expounding. up new. I'm making up new fake fake like slang. Express oh. your hobby, man. Don't hold back. You're turning it into a Nike campaign, and that's weird. Turn it down. <laughs> Nike? Express your hobby. Don't make he's, it a swoosh thing. Yeah, all right? he's, he's reaching for the next just do it. No. <laughs> what could that be? Express your hobby. Uh, Express yeah, your hobby. No, but I, uh, I, I do um, help create games. Or at least small parts of games. That's true, you do. Games that currently one game. Well, one in well, one in the bag, yeah, yeah. and one that you're working on right now. Yeah. I'm Craig's indentured servant. <laughs> you are my paid cartographer. Don't give me anybody that crap. You do indentured. Nats. I'm learning. You're learning. That's I, fun. I did Nats an, are fun. I did an uh, an illustration in the last book, and I did the layout, and I'm doing the layout for this new one. <laughs> you hope. What do you mean you hope? I signed a contract. <laughs> Not for the layout. I didn't. No. <laughs> Did, on, I, did you send it to illustra- me? Did you send it to me and I forgot to sign no, it? No, you're oh, okay. on the hook for the illustrations. Because <laughs> occasionally Craig sends me emails and they get lost in the ether. Occasionally, <laughs> weekly. Express your hobby, Craig. Oh, don't hold back. He's trying to shut me down with with <laughs> Ivan's phrase. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ivan. You're welcome. You're done. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> See, this was all part of our plan. Right. To irritate Just you. Embarrass me mm-hmm, even yeah. more. Four and a half years in the making, right? Um, oh, we, we would be remiss if we didn't touch on um, a little book that got published recently by you and uh, and some other folks, one yeah, particular person. Book. Yeah, your little kid's book. Everybody, um, I even made a book with some other people called The ABCs of RPGs. It's a kid's book for gamer. Turning it's basically, you know, it's it's it's, it's transmute kid into gamer yeah. is what it is. Um it's, but it's a it's it's a kid's activity book, coloring book, all sorts of stuff, storybook. There's all sorts of bits and pieces. And it won tell us, Ivan, you won an award. We got a silver any, which was very nice. The number the so. number two any, which is the EN World Awards, the the uh, yes. and that, uh, awards, and those are those are like the People's Choice Awards. Those are voted on by the by the fans. Wait, they, have, the they have a they have a category for children's book. Yeah, um, they have a category for RPG related products, ah. and so we won in that category, um, which was 
uh, I was told was a very tight, tight margin between us and the Cthulhu coloring book. (laughs) Where you can um, crayon up some horrible beasts from beyond the edge of the universe. (laughs) Yeah, they're... Is that that for real? Is that what won, or are you making a joke? That won. No, that literally won (laughs) uh, above us. So that got the gold. We got the silver. Wow. Yes, you know. in, in Ivan's book, you can color stuff as well, but it's like friendly stuff. It's well, not, sure. yeah, it's, 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 it's not, it's, it's like not stuff that will. It's and kobolds and gelatinous cubes. And, it's not near you know, they're, they're all fun. They're all fun. The gelatinous cube has all of the kids' um, stuff inside of its cube, and she's, <laughs> and she's, she's, uh, 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 scolding it to put it all back. And then, like, there's a little, <clears throat> there's a little mind flare who wants to share. Uh, who doesn't want to share his lunch with the other little girl that's sitting next to him because she wants to trade sandwiches. So, you know, it's all <laughs> very charming. Please tell me and, the Mind um, Flayer's please tell me the Mind Flayer's lunch is a brain. <laughs> oh yeah, of course it's a jar with a brain. <laughs> nice. So, you know. Uh, but it is definitely <laughs> like it's you know, the children's book is a twenty eight page color book that is everything from adventure to zeal. So, you know, A is for adventure. May you always be on one. B is for book, the source of all our fun. <laughs> C is for creatures of all shapes and size. D is for dice. Can you count all the sides? So Nice. Okay, come on. 22 to go. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't have to do the whole book. He's getting no, it first off the four, shelf. First, the first four is free. <laughs> the rest, you got to pay for. Oh, it's behind so, a paywall. There you go. There you see? Go. Yeah. yeah. Now, okay. But no, it's, it's cute. The, the, the PDF's available online. Um, you can get it on uh, Amazon ThinkGeek. Uh, uh, your friendly local game store, where, wherever little nerdies go to collect where their parents are. So, you know, um, yeah, we're really happy. We're working on the one, two, threes of RPGs right now. Awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. Any, any, uh, any basic thought maybe when we might see that? Don't commit to um, a date, next but year. next year. kind of. Yeah, thing. we'll okay. probably, we'll probably end up putting that on Kickstarter for early access, um, probably quarter one of next year. So mm, winning, I've already winning quarter one. You and might you and me might have to go round and round here. There's another Kickstarter coming up that don't want no more competition. Oh yeah, do you do a kids thing too? No, it's not a kids thing. So it had completely different audience. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that one's pretty cute because that's going to have some gate folds into it to kind of like make it a fresh. And I might I might make it bigger because this other one was four by four. I might make this one a little bigger. But uh, that one's like. Um, that one is like, uh, our story starts with one GM because one is all you need to tell, to, uh, to tell us, uh, to talk about two adventurers riding noble steeds to face off against three goblins snarling and acting mean to save four travelers who are looking mighty lean. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, it's a work in progress. He's, he's, he's hammering out. Yeah. The- we're still, we're still, it's, it's all about cadence. You got to get the right mm-hmm. words yeah. in there to make sure that the rhyming metric is okay. So, so what was the inspiration behind the book? Was it just to <clears throat> make it because it hadn't uh, been done before or was it to make it more yeah, accessible it was, it was for couple- kids to like, be like, Hey, look, this is actually fun. It's not Satan worship. Like your parents, a, parents weird... might've <laughs> insisted. Right. Yeah. I mean, all of that is definitely <laughs> stuff that came into consideration. But ironically, the whole concept came out because I was at the time I was actually writing a show for Geek and Sundry that was tentatively called the ABCs or it was tentatively. It was essentially a how to get into role playing games like it was supposed to kind of be a GM tips before GM tips came into place. And um, 
I wrote it out and, uh, you know, we all looked at it together and then I was expanding on it or more accurately, I was trying to cut material because it was running really long. And um, I did a, myself a little exercise. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to literally write the ABCs of RPGs. <laughs> and I wrote them down and it kind of that was kind of like the first iteration of the of the story. And then I turned that in with that. And um, the editor at the time grabbed both the papers and was looking at it. He was like, okay, well, let's talk about this in a little. And thank you for turning in the new revision, Ivan. But let's talk about this ABCs of RPGs thing because this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that other so thing. Yeah, that other thing, yeah. So it, it actually was 100% a mistake that came out of me trying to do something else. <laughs> and then after I had it, I was like, okay, this, 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 you're right. This could totally be a children's book. Now I just need an artist. And I kind of sat on it for um, a month or so while I was thinking about that. And then uh, la the two Octobers ago, uh, Caleb Cleveland, this gentleman, oh no, that, I'm sorry, I should back up a little more. I, I hired an artist that I had him start to work on it. And he, we had sent some things back and forth and, you know, it was pretty good. He took direction really well, but you know, I was okay. It wasn't like delightful yet. And I was trying to get him to the place where it was delightful. And then yeah, October came about and this gentleman, Caleb Cleveland did this inktober A to Z, you know, where he basically did all the monsters. It's all the same things that you saw in, in the activity book of anyone who's picked up the activity book. Mm -hmm. um, but he just made them little ink sketches as just as like an exercise in his artistic talent. And I looked at him, and I was like, oh, my God, uh, wow. Uh, and I looked at him, and I was like, he's going to beat me. He's going to beat me to this amazing idea I have. I need to buy him immediately. <laughs> uh, and so I called him, and we became partners. You know, So we just we, we jived on the project so much, and he, he just he, – every single thing he did, it was like – it was like all we had to do was have one conversation about each page and then he would deliver it and we'd make a small tweak and it'd be done, you know, which is so rare in like the art space when you're trying to do something really specific like this. And so it was just it was just unfortunately it was a it was an it was unfortunate that I had already paid uh, half of uh, this other artist up front to get him activated. So I had to eat that cost and kind of let him go so that I could move forward with with Caleb, um, but it was worth it because it's obviously a beautiful book, you know? <laughs> this sounds not terribly different from some of the things that happened to me with my game. I'm, I'm saying I've heard this story before. <laughs> I, had, I had to let an artist go and change up what I was doing, and then I finally found somebody that I have a great rapport with. And Yeah, it's all, that's, that's part of business, dude. Yep. That is business. So, you know, don't, don't think that things just magically come into existence. All projects are ripe with problems. Um, that no one usually ever gets a chance to see. So, let's see. Do we uh, do we have anything else we need to touch on with you? Have we missed anything that you can talk about? <laughs> uh, things that I can talk about. So um, on Alpha, uh, we are going to be putting together a Sagas of Sundry season two. And if you're like, what the hell, is Sagas of Sundry? Sagas of Sundry season one um, was essentially a a highly immersive role-playing game show that included skill challenge elements to the gameplay. So are you familiar with the role-playing game Dread? Yes. 
Mike, so, Mike does. Mike is not. Uh, just assume it's oh, a no unless I say yes. Dread, Dread so is Mike, a uh, Dread is a horror intention based <laughs> game where you don't play with dice. You have a Jenga tower, and every time you have to do some, <laughs> every time you have to do something important that could be problematic, you have to pull a piece from the Jenga tower, and when it collapses, bad things happen. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, it's a very natural, fun tension, natural tension building thing because for some reason watching something like the Jenga tower wobble invokes weird. It like releases weird chemicals that make us feel antsy. Um, but if you can imagine a giant size Jenga tower with people who are in full costumes committed to their messed up characters that are their people <laughs> and then having little skill challenging elements inside of it. Like for example, we had a part in the game in which the killer is trying to bash down the door to get into them and um, the first time it it bangs open, it slams in his face. And I said, someone's got to someone's got to brace the door. Who's it going to be? And the first person to raise their hand is like, all right, get up. And we go and I bring in two buckets of water and place it right next to her. Of course, it was the smallest girl in the group. <laughs> and I put two buckets of water next to her. OK, you need to take these two buckets and then hold them in a T stance. That will represent you holding the door <laughs> against the killer for as long as you can. Now, at the same time, your party members have to run this run of cinder blocks from one part of the room to the other to represent them barricading the door with as many things as they possibly can in order to prevent the killer from coming in. And go. And so they did that. And if her arms dropped at all, like they had to, she had to hold them up shoulder level. And if they ever dropped, then she was going to have to make a pull, uh, potentially losing the day against them. So... <laughs> Where did the cinder blocks come from? You just had those laying around? Was that part of like oh, of a bookshelf? Yeah, no, we prepared it. No, the cinder blocks just represented junk that they would then put in front of the door to barricade. No, it. no, so it I get that. I, like, but yeah. where did the actual cinder blocks come from? Oh, we get, we we purchased them for the for the show. Oh wow, okay, yeah. awesome. They're like a buck. They were left. Piece. They were left behind by the cult. Yeah. yeah. No, wait. So. I'm getting confused. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're going to be doing madness, which is the next one. So that was sagas of sundry dread. And now we're going to be shooting sagas of sundry madness, Sweet. which will be coming out here pretty soon, or at least it'll be shooting pretty soon. Um, that will be the next chapter of the sagas of sundry. And, and uh, it's pretty fun. I highly recommend it. If you, if you like watch role, if you like to watch role playing games, it's definitely for you. But if, even if you've never watched like a critical role or an RPG show in your life, it is very much like a, um, a cerebral drama that uh, it can be very, it can be extremely engaging because the episodes are only about half an hour to 45 minutes long. And if you're one of those people that likes watching a show that just puts the contestants on the spot and have to suddenly deal with something, yep. and you can just sit there There's, and go, Haha, glad it's not me. And, and it's just all live. That. It's all live, man. Like we shoot it live and, you know, we'll oh. repro on some stuff, but they, but none of them know what's happening beforehand ever. You wow. know? So there's a little bit of a reality show element to it as well, too. Sure. Does anyone freak out and lose their shit? Well, I had <laughs> several, I had several legit full blown <laughs> from the belly screams. Oh, that's good. So, nice. Yeah, I got some real honest reactions from a couple of my <laughs> players, which I was really like <laughs> super blown away by. So, you have know. to check this out. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, I don't want to spoil it. I would tell you what these things are, but I don't want to spoil it in case you want to watch it. No, 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 don't, oh, don't, don't, no, don't. No, Absolutely. No. We got listeners we, out we, there that we, got yes. 
that got uh, time on their hands. Us and the listeners. Because if they're listening to this podcast, they got time on their hands. You know it. And on top of it, and on top of it, you show up on uh, Twitch streams for Geek and Sundry a bunch. You play some board game stuff. I've, yep. you, I haven't uh, done it signed into my Twitch account at the time, but I have popped in and watched you play a little bit. You guys were playing yeah. a, a game a little Every while Friday. back. Where Every there was, Friday, uh, four to six p.m. Man, we play. We're we're two hundred or plus so episodes in of game the game right now. We play a new board game every Friday from four o'clock to six thirty with two fresh and happy faced guests. So <laughs> it's like my little digital tabletop is what it is. So my little live tabletop. All right. Okay. Are you we... satisfied, Ivan? Are we good? No, I'm great. Yeah, no, I was fine even before I started rambling about myself. So, you know, um, do you guys have anything else you're interested in poking in about? Uh, there is a lot of things that are currently like in the docket, but none of it's announceable yet. So, well, that's why you go, uh, you go jump on follow Ivan on the Twitter and uh, you'll find out about those things. Do twits. It's Hydra underscore Lord. Um, Mike, do are we going to hit a Kevin question? Yes, but first, I think Uh-oh. I think we need to debut a new segment. What? Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> what's, what's this? Well, we talked about doing this, and I can't think of a better person that we should debut this segment with okay. than Ivan. Okay. Oh, Ivan. Right. Yeah. Tell us who you killing. What you taking? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I killing? What's, what am I taking? Yeah. When, when, in your most recent uh, game that you've played, that you've played yourself. Ooh, Who you killing? Oh, what my, you taking? Because role playing games are role playing games are often about killing people and taking their stuff. That's right. Oh yeah, murder hoboing. <laughs> yeah, you're the murder hobo. Yeah. <laughs> Come to town, kill a bunch of stuff, leave. Yeah. Mike, um, I don't. You've never right. heard that term. I've never heard that. No. No. Oh, that is that is a hard down so, game term. Yeah. Uh, um, we are currently running a homebrew campaign right now in which we're dealing with some blighted, uh, blighted um, fauna and flora of a local local uh, forest that we're around. And there's six of us in the party. It's pretty big, um, but it's basically uh, it's basically what we're doing is is kind of cl- trying to clear this blighted forest by going to find an ancient relic that is essentially the binding object between the god of the hunt and the god of nature and the god of regrowth. So the god of the hunt and the god of regrowth. And I am currently playing a Kenku cleric. <laughs> crow dude. Crow, crow yes. person. Okay. Bird crow bird man. Yeah. So a Kenku um, is a cannot speak and only does mimicry. All right. Um, so it doesn't it can't actually speak words. It can just like repeat a couple of things that it's heard, but it can do perfect mimicry. So it's very fun and interesting to kind of like communicate with my party, but only using like I, you know, instead of saying like, hey, I'm going to go shoot that guy over there. I say, OK, well, my character is going to make the sounds of arrows shooting through the forest and um, <laughs> walk over to this pulse, this stump and then pull out its bow. You know, and then it's just it makes it makes it adds a whole new level of role play of having to communicate in kind of negative space, which is super fun. Um, He is in the he is in the um, he's in the school of wisdom. So he is a learned Kenku. And because one of the things that Kenku can do, too, is they have perfect, perfect spatial memory so that anything that they see, they can write or replicate perfectly. So if they see a map, they can literally draw it out line for line, you know. Um, they have just 
perfect memory memory and that kind of which little known fact ivan actually has that ability nope oh no no nope um no this is why i want to play one because it's so cool (laughs) and uh his name is because ken clue so the name's fun too because all ken clue because they can't name their own name other people just call them based on the sounds that they often make you know like if there was a if there was um uh, if there was a Ken Ku blacksmith, he may be called Clang Clang because he always makes the sound of a hammer hitting an anvil. <laughs> um, uh, but mine, mine's name is Aha. <laughs> Aha. So A H A. That is because every single time he sees something interesting, he just always goes Aha, and that's it. So uh, <laughs> that's what I'm playing. That's what I'm killing. That's what I'm taking. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Oh my, where are we here? Kevin? Kevin? Okay. Sure. Okay, Kevin yeah. question. Okay. You find the question, I'll tell Ivan what this is. Go for um, it. Listeners kind of know this already. We got a we have a listener who uh, named Kevin who likes to write in and ask us a question, and at the end of every episode, we answer his question for him. Um, okay. We're going to keep doing this until we get tired of his questions. Or he stops sending them. <laughs> but I think uh, the, the former will happen before the latter. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Maybe this week. Oh, hey. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, we are up to 31 question. Kevin asks, what is going on on our highways? My job as a, and this is in, you know, the title case, so capital letters, uh-huh. uh, national man of wonder. Oh, that's what he is? Okay. That's his job. I didn't know that's what he did. A national man of wonder uh, takes me all across this great land. He does. He travels. Okay. Many <laughs> times I use our great air travel system. Mm-hmm. But as a grown-ass adult with legs, sometimes I elect the comfort of my 1984 Cutlass Supreme. Fine automobile. Is he a pimp? I have begun to notice that I am seeing quite a bit of orange barrels, but no signs of work being done. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's... uh... Kevin lives in Chicago. Yeah. So, up up north, there are two seasons. Winter and construction. Yes. (laughs) No stranger to the orange barrels. However... Uh, he says, uh, I'm not talking about, uh, done for the day or off due to weather. I'm talking barrels up, no work, drive by again next week, barrels up, no work. Is this just to get me? So he wants to know, first of all, this is a multi-part question, which, which he needs to not do as often. Um, (laughs) so are are those barrels there just to get him? Okay. To to anger him, I guess. Um, also, uh, I recently traveled from my current hometown of Chicago, Illinois, to a question conference in St. Louis, which involved a round trip drive on I-55. So he, he, he's an expert with the questions, apparently. Right. Goes to conferences. What is, <laughs> what is with the people who cruise along in the left lane and don't get over? Slow is what the right lane is for. I have noticed this is especially problematic in Wisconsin and Idaho. <laughs> what the hell did Idaho do to this guy? I, I don't know, but he gets around. All right. Um, and Good this Lord. is the third part. I forgot the first part. <laughs> it, are the barrels there just I to know, get I know, him? I know, oh, I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> and is there a reason everyone in the Atlanta metro area counts to three before going when the light turns green? Thanks, Kevin. P.S. Thanks, Larry. Girls, girls, girls was a great call. <laughs> Apparently, Kevin was here. And he didn't call us or email us? Kevin's a dick. Well, we knew that. <laughs> anyway... So basically, the, the, his question res- boils down to: Are they just screwing with him? What's what's going on with, with all the this barrels? Stuff? No, that's just the way it is. 
No. That's, you think they're out to get him? I think all three of those are people that are specifically pranking him. I think the construction workers are there, but then they hide under the barrels. They ho- he's coming. They pull- they've got exactly. oh, they've got, they've got a, a low jack on his car. Co- I think, his Cutlass Supreme. No, so they, they just know they just got a lookout. I think this is this is the equivalent <laughs> of the Far Side illustration of the cows standing in the field drinking martinis. Yeah, and the one of them says "car coming," and, and they, they all, all drop to the all fours, and the car goes by, and then they all get back up, and they have their martinis. Sure. I think that's this. All right, Kevin. Okay. Yes, they are out to get you. <laughs> Um, Ivan, any thoughts? You don't know this nope. guy, but that's okay. We can, you know, you can tear into him all you want. No, it sounded it sounded like a giant rambling of a madman. <laughs> that's about it. Do you know Kevin? <laughs> I guess I know Kevin better than you know Kevin. <laughs> Wait a second, you guys do both know Kevin? I thought I was the one who knew Kevin. Is this part of that four and a half year joke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all known each other for years. <laughs> suck i'm leaving this sucks. <laughs> and with that thanks for listening to nerd burger <laughs> i honestly don't know why people drive in the left lane like it's the right lane i guess people don't learn how to drive anymore they just get in cars and go people are not as attuned to your train of thought as you are kevin you need to work on your psychic recourse classes a little bit better train harder kevin and people won't drive in the left-hand lane because they'll know they'll know that you're watching them Damn! <laughs> like the construction workers are watching Kevin. Yeah. Hope? Yeah, they're watching. They're judging you, Kevin. So <laughs> you need to work out, buff up a little bit better so that when they look at you, they don't see something that they knew that they once were. They'll see something that they wish they could be. <laughs> oh, jeez. Also, Kevin, if you want to test those barrels to see if there's people inside of them, <laughs> just hit one. <laughs> see what Kevin, happens. don't do that. Don't do that. Pull over to the side. Put on your emergency blinkers, then <laughs> contemplate the fact that there is water inside of there and that you're just being dumb. And then get back into your car, turn off the emergency blinkers, and merge back into the freeway. There's supposed to be water in those. <laughs> not necessarily always. Not not necessarily always, but, you know, like unless you're dumping the bodies in there in the middle of the night, Kevin, which then we have something more to talk about than just why you're writing in inquiring about your the bre- the breadcrumbs that you're leaving on your homicidal spree uh Kevin, come on wow I'll do that you know i was about to get really ticked off for you negating my little <laughs> hit the barrel bit but okay i'm good with all this you you, you nailed it <laughs> you brought me back around i mean you really did well, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to. I'm here to entertain. I, und- I, I. It was a roller coaster of emotions for me. Was it? Yeah, that whole run of. I'm sorry. Women. I'm sorry. I denied you. You're hitting the barrel bit. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll just do it on the way home tonight. <laughs> Feel better about it. Yeah. For you, Kevin. It's for you. <laughs> yeah, with each one. <laughs> this is for you, Kevin. <laughs> This is for you, Kevin. (laughs) And then when a dude goes flying, I'll be like, oh, my God. Kevin, you were right. Oh, God. (laughs) Then you'll know he's close to you. Then then he'll know because he mapped out your your pathway home. And then I'll get haunted for the rest of my life. That dude or person, you know, that whoever I hit will end up haunting me. We'll have a third guest permanently on the show. You're gonna bring your ghost here with you? Well, it's gonna haunt me, right? It's gonna yeah, follow me gonna in my car. It. It's gonna just it's gonna be tied to random conversations with. It's it. gonna be a ghost that's tied to my car. That's somehow. true. It'll be stuck. It'll be stuck with your car. It'll just be out there in the front yard <laughs> at the window, waving. just looking at us, <laughs> knocking. 
Hello? Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> What are you right. What are you doing in there? All right. Anyway, <laughs> and um, uh, oh, uh, what do we got? Well, the the people that sit at the light when it turns green, they don't go right away. Yeah, that's I'm... not just Atlanta. That's everywhere, and they're looking at their phone. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll vote. That's for the that. answer to that. Yeah. Unless Ivan has a better one, like he did. Yeah, with no, you're, this one's good. This one's all you. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan is a giving guest. <laughs> he shares the airwaves. <laughs> Very nice. Oh my gosh. Does that do it? I think that's about it. I think that covers it, Ivan. Thank you very yes, thank much you for, for being on the no, show. No, absolutely. No, it was a blast. I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope I did you justice. So we enjoyed having you on the show. Very this much. is very cool. I mean, this is like Oh, we didn't talk about Oh, good lord. Okay. You have to tell your story. What what story? What? The story about how the hell this happened. <laughs> how did we meet? Yeah. How did you, how was how Hollywood, did you meet Ivan? Hollywood famous guy. Meet how the hell does he know point, you? Yeah, exactly. Pointing at you. <laughs> Hollywood famous. That would be famous with a lowercase f. That's fine. For the record. That's, so. I don't even have that. I'm just well, Hollywood I Amos. I was to say of the three people. <laughs> Hollywood what? Hollywood Amos. I don't even have the lowercase f. <laughs> Well, you're going to tell me the story? Okay, real quick. <laughs> a Facebook acquaintance of mine sure. wrote something. I don't really know this person. They wrote something. They're just they're an RPG industry person. They okay. wrote something and they hashtagged Nerdburger. And I was like, and it had nothing to do with this show or my game company. And I was what? like, what? What is that? Nerdburger. So I looked and he hashtagged a couple like that. So I was curious. I went to Twitter. I searched on hashtag Nerdburger. And I discovered that the term Nerdburger, hashtag Nerdburger, is used a fair amount. Not a ton, but enough. But it's never in regards to this show or my well, game company. Okay. It's always just somebody, it, it, and it's used for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it has to do with food and doing something geeky. Sometimes well, yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah. It's like a whole bunch of geeky stuff I'm doing. Oh, I'm going to call myself a nerd burger. You know, it just it's all over the place. So I was curious. So I just scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, and there weren't that many like per week or per month or per year. And I just kind of zipping back and zipping back and zipping back. And then I hit a post made by somebody saying. Um, that Joey Vicker okay. of Mirror Box Games sure. was on the Nerdburger podcast, hashtag Nerdburger. And it was oh, that, Ivan. That, oh. From four years ago. Wow. <laughs> and I said, he's at least heard of the show. I should question I should fire off a, a, a message or, you know, tweet at him. And Lo and behold, after a few back and forth and a couple of hits and misses about timing with uh with his availability and so forth, here he is. Completely random, just like because he happened to hashtag Nerdburger one time. <laughs> wow. So Joey? <laughs> Joey Vigor. Yeah, Joey Vigor. Yeah, Mirrorbox so. Games. We've had him on the show. Yeah. yeah. We just oh, had that's awesome. we just had uh, uh Matt. Matt from uh the Mirrorbox Games. Mirrorbox Games on for yeah. their their yeah. new one, right? Yeah. The King's Chaosium. Chaosium dude. So you so. you yeah. Chaosmos, yeah. Yeah, Chaosmos, sorry. Yeah, so yes. you you've met Joey or know him one one way or another and you Posted something about him being on the show four years ago. It's like <laughs> I did, you did, and I was like, "Can't hurt." I'll uh, I'll tweet Hydra Lord, <laughs> and we Wait, got talking. And then you told I... me, and then so you I told hashtag me, Nerdburger. Yes, you did. And then while we were <laughs> tweeting back and forth a little bit, you told me something that you backed on Kickstarter. 
Yes, I back a lot of things on Kickstarter. You back murders and acquisitions. Oh, wait, is this the oh, oh, your game? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's, I was like, and he, um, this is the uh, and he's heard of the game. Yeah, and I, was I backed like, it. It was. I'm trying to remember, uh, offices and acquisitions, murders and uh, acquisitions. Say again, murders and acquisitions. Yes, sounds murders like, and acquisitions. Sounds like you've played it. <laughs> so, because I haven't played it, because I don't have it yet. Why don't you have it yet? I don't know. It it's, never. I never got it. It's been done since December. We have to Whoa. get you the codes or get your PDF or whatever to you. I've got your email now. I can fire your PDF link. Yeah, because I still have. That must have I, dumped I, into your spam filter or something. Maybe. I mean, usually. Gets I've had it happen. I've, I've, okay. In fairness, I've had this happen. The guys from the Skirmish Supremacy podcast. I just was just on their podcast, and I just sent them their book because they it had disappeared on them. Like they had, yeah. they had been notified, and then it disappeared. Or they, they they just let it fall off the radar and they kind of forgot about it. And then when I talked to them about being on the show, they were like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you owe us a book." <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's in it's in here, and I definitely got the updates, but I definitely didn't get the here it is delivered to you. <laughs> okay, um, I will get you squared away. Okay. Yeah, it's it's yeah, been out for silly. a while. <laughs> I feel terrible. That's okay. No, that's all right. I mean, definitely. Like, I've got Innocence that's also on my stack that I'm reading right now as well, too. So, okay. you know, I love folio so, games. So that's so. where that all came from. Wow. It was just randomly like, oh, this guy knows Joey <laughs> and he's heard of the show. I'll give it a <laughs> shot. So, Ivan, did you, did you, were you hashtagging Nerdburger because of the show or do you know what the other hashtag is that everyone is using? What Nerdburger oh. really means? <laughs> I am confused now. Uh, my brain thought that I had it all figured out. So, um, but uh, no, I just looked up the hashtag Nerdburger too, and I'm like, oh, yeah. There's a lot of things that are about Nerdburgers in here that have nothing, to, have do nothing to do with us. Yeah, yeah that's really funny. Way to pick a trending hashtag that doesn't relate to you. <laughs> I was re well. Here, here's what happened. We went looking for podcasts that had that name what? and didn't find what? one. Yep. And when I made the game company, I went looking for game companies that had that name or something <laughs> similar, and we were fine. There's one here just for just for MelbourneGetsKinky.com. Yeah, uh, it just says what a nerd burger, and it's just for Kinky Boots, the hit musical from Australia. Although yeah. there there is a blogger, there's a <laughs> blogger girl with pink hair and all kinds of crazy. She wears all kinds of crazy colored clothes and everything. Uh -huh. Who is Nerd Dash Burger, and that's the name of her blog. Yeah, I have found that. Yeah, I found that too. At yeah. Zenny, got it, yeah. got it. Well, uh, Saturday night in Berlin, eating waffles and playing Mario Brothers. Happy is an understatement. Hashtag Nerd Burger. Wow. It's like that kind of stuff. It's, it's just, just it's random. random. It is. Yeah. yeah. That's that's guys. Wow. Yeah. Kind of like you gotta take over. Yeah. Kind of like this. Like mm, nerd burger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Homer Simpson said nerd burger <laughs> last season. Well played. Well played. Well, we after that, I yeah. mean, now well, it's like we have no control over it. it, it, it of course, it's everywhere. It's got a life of its own. Yeah. Oh. So, All right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, gents, for letting me hang out. I appreciate the chit chat. It's always fun to banter with with two bantery gentlemen. Thank well, you. Thank you. Um, where can uh, the listeners find you? Give us all your media outlets. Pretty simple. It's just Hydra, as in the multi-headed beast that guards the Golden Fleece. Um, underscore, like the tiny little ASC22 <laughs> floor that you make. 
whenever you want to make a tiny floor. And then Lord. <laughs> so um, that's Hydra underscore Lord. That is the silliest way I've ever introduced my, my tag before. I'm going to start um, calling that the tiny floor now. <laughs> tiny floor! Tiny floor! <laughs> underscore tiny floor. Same number of syllables. You're good to go. Uh, that's the best. Uh, yeah, so Hydra underscore Lord on the Instagram, the Twitters. Ivan Baron Van Norman on Facebook with two R's. And uh, that's me. Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at NerdBurger, hashtag NerdBurgerShow.com, <laughs> hashtag NerdBurger on the Twitter, hashtag NerdBurger on the Facebooks. That's it. We don't do any of the other things. NerdBurger, NerdBurger, NerdBurger. And you can go to NerdBurgerGames.com for all sorts of game stuff. I even go, look, I'm making another game. And hey. um, you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to purchase mergers and acquisitions. Except for you, Ivan, you get yours for free. Well, you already paid for it. <laughs> At this point, it may as well be free. Yeah, a year and a half ago. It's a surprise. That's all good. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> On the next episode of Nerd Burger, Mike and Craig invite Ivan to audition for season one of King of the Nerd Burgers. Oh, no. It needs to be King of the hashtag Nerd Burgers <laughs> now, apparently. Um, Ivan, you'll need to bring two dramatic monologues, one a period piece. You'll also need to sing, so bring sheet music. No, hold it. You know what? Never mind. Never mind all that. That's how you audition for Hamilton. Not for Nerdburger. <laughs> Hashtag tiny floor. <laughs> oh, do bring rat traps, though, because we, <laughs> we have that problem. Ivan, thank you. Cool. That was fun. All right. All right. Yeah, thanks, gents. Uh, take care, and uh, let me know when the link's up, and I'll uh, I'll push it out. All right. Uh, yeah, it'll be a week from t- t- tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Yeah, but, yeah, you uh, got it. But I'll, I'll give you a heads up. Ta- yeah, please, because <laughs> I'm terrible. Please. But just tag okay. the shit out of me, and I'll make sure it happens. <laughs> we've got him on. We've got him on the microphone. Are we still recording? Hash- oh yeah. Hashtag tiny four. Ta- tag the shit out of me. We got him. Ha- hashtag tag the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Truth. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, talk to you later. Thank you, sir. All right, thanks. Bye. 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 So, are we good to go? Yep. You've uh, you've got your beverage. You've taken a... Uh, oh, I need to get take, some water. Taking take, take a, <laughs> a, <laughs> a pee. He was talking to me, but... Yeah, okay. These, <laughs> these two guys just wouldn't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I was so thirsty. Sounded like he disconnected the microphone when yeah. he got up. It was great that it was a wooden, oh, no. it was the, great that it was a wooden, wooden chair, chair on a like, wood I floor. Am leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to pull that <laughs> that sound effect out. <laughs> Use it on the show. <laughs> you know, the, it'll be I am out of here. Yeah, it'll be the the <laughs> Ivan Van Norman Memorial <laughs> chair skid. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so what are cursing laws by the way? Um we don't mind a little bit of it. We do bleep it. Um, just as long as don't, don't lay them down like crazy. <laughs> Cause we have, you know, okay. we have a lot of, uh, preteen listeners. Yeah. That's sort of my, all, that's why I ask. But we started, no, we, we, don't, we started we planning don't. to bleep it so that, <laughs> you know, it would be friendly. And then, do you know, do you want to know the real reason? Why? Why? Why do we still do this? I think it's funnier when it's bleeped. No, that's true. And I do it creatively so that you hear. The, the first, the first, sound and the the last first sound. third of the word and the last third of the words. There's <laughs> absolutely no question whatsoever what they said, but it's still bleeped and right. technically not explicit. It's the equivalent of um, blurring out the penis. 
or the middle finger. <laughs> yeah. All it does is draw attention to it. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, and that's the bell. Like I might have I might have missed that penis if you hadn't blurred it out. I wouldn't even know. <laughs> okay. I don't even know there's a big dangly dick right there. Save it for the dangle. save it for the show, Van Norman. Oh. Come on. <laughs> All right, are we ready to roll? Yeah. Everybody, bring the laughter in, and we'll All right. kick this off. Okay. In three, two, 